This episode is brought to you by Margie Lamb, health coach and founder of Healthy and Hustlin'. Are you fed up with the dieting and the seemingly contradictory health advice out there? Do you want to feel great in your body and accomplish your goals in a way that's empowering and not overwhelming? For me, the answer was an easy yes. Five years ago, I was pushing 200 pounds. I worked out twice a day and counted my calories. I didn't really see a movement on the scale nor my body type. So I decided to check my ego and call up a health coach. Margie, as a certified integrative nutrition health coach, works with each client as a guide and mentor to build a healthy, sustainable lifestyle that will help you reach your health goals. She offers free one-hour initial consultations. To learn more, visit her website, www.healthyandhustlin.com. That's www.healthyandhustlin, spelled H-U-S-T-L-I-N.com. This is episode number 26 with Joni Manavong, owner of 31 Mugs located here in Edmond, Oklahoma. Over the summer of 2018, I saw a tweet by Citizens Bank of Edmond with all these coffee mugs. And they weren't just cookie cutter mugs. They were really authentically designed. And so I tweeted back to everyone in this thread and I was like, hey, we should do what European soccer players do after each match they exchange jerseys we should meet up and exchange coffee mugs so one tweet led to another one post led to another and pretty soon i found myself having a conversation with joni and i met her over the summer at whole foods and we exchanged coffee mugs but more importantly we exchanged deep conversations and her conversation got really deep and so i invited her on to the podcast where she came on and shared an amazing story about her own personal life, what she went through as an e-counselor, how she helped others, but more importantly, how did she actually save a life by just asking a simple question? Joni, thank you so much for taking your time to meet me several times to talk about your business, your life, your brand, and whom you represent. I appreciate you so much, Joni. Thank you again, and I look forward to this continued friendship. Today's special guest on this Defining Moments podcast is Joni Manavong, 31 Mugs. Welcome to the podcast, Joni. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. A few weeks ago, probably about two months ago during the summer, I saw a post on Twitter and then also on Instagram that you did a bunch of mugs for Citizens Bank Edmund. Yeah. Right? Yes. And I thought it was really clever. And I thought what I really liked about it is the uniqueness of that, that design that you took and you made it, you know, authentic looking, I guess hand made. And I was like, man, we should do a mug exchange. <laughs> Because we, in soccer, they do jersey exchanges after every match. It's like, hey, let's exchange mugs. <laughs> and you obliged. We met up, and now we're here doing a podcast, and we're going to exchange mugs. Yes. So you are the owner of 31 Mugs. You do e-counseling, and you also have a YouTube channel. My question to you is, what are your morning habits? Um. Well, these are... That's a good question. I've been working on a morning routine for quite a while. Um, and I usually get some exercise in because that's important. Um, I spend time in prayer and uh, reading the Bible, some kind of devotional. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I actually, every morning will... I have a list of positive declarations that I read mm-hmm. out loud. Um, and I take my son to school. And yeah. I mean, that's pretty much, and I, I plan, I try to have my schedule written out the night before, like everything like that. If not, I get it done in the morning. So I have some direction yeah. for the day. That makes sense. On your positive um, things that you read from, are they the same things every day or are they different every day? Um, I ha- It's mostly the same thing every day, yeah. but I'm always 
adding stuff. Mm-hmm. So there's things like that are in particular to whatever I'm going through that time. Yeah. Makes and sense. does it? Yeah. yeah. So there's there's like a core list, and then there's things that come and go, or some of them stay, and yeah. Are there a couple of things that you can share with our listeners from that positive list? Yeah. Um, one is that I was created to do great things, yeah. and I'm worthy and valuable, and um, those are my favorite. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, but I just like whatever it is, whatever goal I'm working towards, and my dreams, I just speak like it's already happened. You mm-hmm. know, like. I'm a, I have a published book. I had, you know, like, things like that. So it's kind of like, I've been there, man. What are you talking about? Yeah. It's like, I'm speaking it out as like a sign of faith, like showing God. Yeah. I I believe that you're doing this. I know it's going to happen. I love it. That's some serious confidence. (laughs) Thanks. I call it Godfidence because. I like it. Before my defining moment, I did not have confidence. So. (laughs) Wow. So when you. wake up and you go through these routines it's all these check boxes if you don't go through that prayer in the morning does it feel like it knocks your day off definitely and then do you have to go back in the evening to maybe read a scripture to say hey you know what i did what i was going to do Mm -hmm. or i set out to do so i I don't know how that works well okay so if something comes up in the morning and i don't have time to get into like the actual Bible. Mm. Um, One thing that I'm always doing, especially when I'm working on mugs is I will put on um, a faith building podcast or Mm. something like that. Or in my car, I'll um, put on like worship music or not necessarily worship music. I really like, I like rap and there's some really like good, like rap Christian. Like I really like KB. So, you know, just, and for me, prayer is an all day thing. It's a continual conversation with God. Mm -hmm. I don't have to be in a certain place. I don't have to have my eyes closed or my head bowed, you know? So for me, it's like a constant conversation, but I do like that time just completely set aside Mm -hmm. just for that in the morning. Yeah, I love so, it. I mean, I, I think everyone has their morning habits and waking up and going through a routine definitely gets their day going. And if it doesn't work out where their habits um, are met, then I think there's always time to find within the day like you you spoke of to definitely. be with God and talk to God Yeah, and listen to some rap. <laughs> so if I threw a beat on here, could you rap? No. Okay, I didn't think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, congratulations. You guys just celebrated the 17th year yes. of being married. Yes, thank you. Wow. Yeah. How, how was that? I mean, how has it been? I mean, it's crazy because um, when I met Keck, my husband, I was 18. I was a senior in high school. He was 20. And I met him in December. So, like, our anniversary of officially being together is Mm -hmm. christmas eve okay so um my parents loved him and then when march came along for his birthday i mean they knew he was 20 but then march came along and they're like wait he's turning 21 i'm like yeah that's what comes (laughs) after 20 so they were like freaked out a little bit but but it's just like it was one of those things like i knew right away that I was going to marry him. Like Mm -hmm. it was just, so, um, we, when I got married, I was 19 and he was 22 and, um, it was like, we basically grew up together, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And so it's been really good and we face difficult situations and seasons just like every other marriage. Yeah. But, um, the thing that has gotten us through is God. I mm. mean, there's no other there's no other way to explain it. Right. Um, because I've seen other couples that I know divorce over some of the same stuff or 
some of the stuff that like we've made it through is kind of a miracle in and of itself. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and we have our two boys, Dylan's right. fifteen, Chase is ten, and they, I just, they're just awesome people. Yeah. It just, it just makes it better, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Because I, I obviously I don't have a research team. Yeah. But I go on Instagram and I just kind of troll through and see yeah. what you're about, what you're doing, what you're doing for fun. And I see a lot of posts where you're a big coffee drinker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So does that, has that inspired your making of mugs? Because at one time, I think somewhere on the West Coast, California, you worked at Starbucks. Yes. Right? I did. Yes. A long time ago. (laughs) That was a while back. Yeah. um, That was, that, you know, that was an interesting job. It was fun. But then I also started to form um, anxiety when I worked there when Christmas season came along because I just saw for the first time how rude people can be over a cup of coffee so i mean it sounds crazy i know like no it doesn't sound crazy it's just it's sad actually so um i've yeah i've been a coffee drinker um and i just the mug thing it just kind of goes hand in hand with what yeah. I what I like, but it wasn't like oh, I'm gonna make mugs because I like coffee. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people like coffee, yeah. and um, I get people who will tell me, "Well, I I like your mugs, but I don't want one because I don't drink coffee," mm-hmm. and that's fine. But I'm also in my head thinking, "Well, there's tea and hot chocolate, yeah, absolutely right, <laughs> and yeah. you know, ice cream." I I always put my ice cream in a mug at yeah. home, like yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I I like that you live the mug life. <laughs> <laughs> like I have to wear my new shirt <laughs> because. Yeah, I drink coffee and I drink tea and you know have occasional ice cream and I do agree. I think it's cool to drink it out of a nice, authentic, homemade mug design right. as to a cookie cutter type where, oh, I can go buy this mug and ten million people have the exact same mug. Yeah. Where now I have an authentic mug. Yeah. And Citizens Bank in Edmond, they have their logo, but it's authentically made by you. Yeah. Right. So how did that come about? How did they get in touch with you? You get in touch with them and you made it seemed like a thousand mugs. Uh so I have to like credit all of that to Twitter mm-hmm. because um we went to Heard on Heard, their first Heard on Heard in yeah. March. And we had heard about it. Okay. We moved here from California in August of 2017. Yep. So my son's a musician and his friends are had told him about Hurt on Hurt. So we'd been waiting for it mm-hmm. to start for a few months. And um, so the whole family went and I took a picture of my youngest son and I, Chase, um, at Hurt on Hurt. And I tweeted it out. And the thing is, I've had Twitter since like 2012 and I never I kept trying to like use it and get into it and I never could get into it until probably you know less than a year ago well than less than a year ago so I was just getting into it so I posted it Jill Castilla saw it the Mm -hmm. president of um Citizens Bank yeah and she retweeted it and she like commented on it Mm -hmm. and um I sent her a quick message and said, I'm going to open my business account at your bank. And she's like, awesome, thank you. Yeah. So that was my first, I didn't know the bank put on her, on her. I didn't know that. I didn't know Jill was the president until mm-hmm. that tweet. Um, but that was my first interaction with Jill. Yeah. So it was quite a while later. I went down, I opened my account. Um, and shortly after the bank had tweeted out a video, like a little biography video of uh, one of their employees. And I commented on it from my um, business account and said, Ryan was so helpful. He helped me open my business account, you know, and just was giving him compliments. And Mm -hmm. um, 
And shortly after that, Jill messaged me on Twitter and was like, hey, can we talk about you making mugs for Citizens Bank? And I was like, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, so we had a meeting and um, the mugs that I made were for her employees. They were employee gifts. So yeah. um, it was really cool because I've had a couple of the employees you know, tell me, I love them all. I took one of each because there was four different. <laughs> right. And um, I found out Jill didn't even get one. Oh, man. So I was like, I told her, I was like, I'm making one for you anyways. I'm making yeah. So, um, So it was really cool. It That's was, amazing, it was, yeah. It, it was a huge blessing because yeah. I've been trying to get my business out there mm-hmm. and, um, since I moved. Yeah. Um, and, of course, anything that jill tweets it's gonna get noticed yeah so you know 31 mugs started getting noticed and i ended up doing also a mug for um wicked hangry Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah 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 so um and it opened up this opportunity for me yeah as well as some other ones so I'm like, wow, God, thank you that I, like, got back on Twitter. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that's awesome. And you talk about uh, Jill retweeting things. And everything that I see that she retweets, it's very informative. It's influential. Yeah. And it's very positive. Yeah. Right? But that goes for you, too. Thank that, you. I, I, thank you. I feel like when I read your tweets, I get something out of it. And they're fun. It's not like it's... <laughs> We all have our negative days. Right. However, I'm not going to go on social media and gripe about someone serving me this messed up coffee. Yeah. Or if, let's say there's a, a chip on a mug. I'm not going to be that dude who's like, oh, by the way, this mug, you know, yeah. it's just not what, <laughs> it's just not me. Yeah. Because I, I feel like there's enough of that going on. Mm-hmm. And even if there wasn't, let's not add to it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I also watched a couple of your well, four of them of your videos you're a youtuber you uh-huh. have your own channel yes and i read the one about toxic people let's talk about that one first okay. okay and i've been going through some things in my own life about surrounding yourself with good people great people influential people driven mindset passionate because that's how i am and so right giving yourself permission to to say hey I'm going to do this was huge. And I saw your video. So can you kind of explain that video? Yeah. And why? Um, so the video talks about the importance of getting rid of toxic people in your life. Um, and it's just like, we don't want to intentionally put anything toxic in our body. Mm-hmm. So toxic people, they affect us as well and um when you're around somebody or you've been friends with somebody or you know you've known someone for a long time Mm -hmm. who is toxic you don't always realize it because you're so used to that behavior yeah and so what i consider a toxic person is somebody who is constantly you know bringing you down or you have something positive to share with them and they just automatically point out the negative. They can't be happy for you or they turn everything back around to being about them. And um, one of the big ones for me is not apologizing. If a lot of times people that are toxic they won't admit when they're wrong or, um, and they won't apologize. So it's just, it's just one of those things. I mean, I, I forgive people. I don't necessarily need an apology, Mm -hmm. but if you're telling somebody, Hey, what you just said is not okay. And that made me, you know, feel this way or, you know, sad or hurt my feelings, whatever. And they, they play it off or they try to, they flip it into being my fault. That's not healthy. Like you don't want to be around people like that. Right. Um, and it really affects, it, it affects your spirit. It affects your, 
um, outlook on life, whether you realize it or not. Like yeah. if somebody just always being negative, it really affects you. Yeah. Um, and so it's hard sometimes to get, let those people go because sometimes mm. it's a real a friend or even a family member. Yeah. And I would never tell somebody, don't ever talk to, you know, that person again who's in your family because that's not that's not my business to say. Right. But you can definitely set up healthy boundaries. Yeah. And that's what I'm getting at is I, I feel like that's what you're talking about is you're setting up healthy boundaries. You're not saying, hey, face off the planet, you don't exist to me. You still exist. However, we're going to go on these type of terms. Yes. Right. Absolutely. Those type of boundaries. And it's okay to do that. Like, yeah. it took me a long time to realize, like, it's okay. It's okay to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have to answer the phone every right. time someone like that calls. I don't yeah. have to um, engage all the time. Yeah. So, um, and I know for me personally, when I learn that and started putting those boundaries into place it didn't just make me feel better and happier like it really made a difference with my family especially my husband right because he gets upset when i'm upset yeah of course he he gets upset like mad that i'm upset not at me but at the situation yeah and what had caused it so it's just kind of like one of those things where a, sh- a weight is lifted off your shoulder. Mm-hmm. And I don't wish any of those people that I've had to, you know, cut out or set boundaries with, I don't yeah. wish them any anything, you know, negative or bad in their right. life. I really, truly want them to find happiness yeah. for themselves. Yeah. No, it makes sense because I've been going through that, that season for the last actually couple of years. And when I started uh, messaging you and I, you showed me this link and I researched your bio, like I came across it and I watched it. I was like, man, this, it spoke to me and you literally spoke to me on the video. <laughs> so. <laughs> I love it. I'm yeah. glad it helped you though. Yeah, it, it has awesome. quite a bit. And the second video I'd like to talk about is the recent one. It's probably been a week or two that you posted it. And it's about big screens and letting go of technology and how to use social media technology, period. Mm-hmm. And what what brought that up? Um, really just, you know, anywhere you go, mm-hmm. you see a bunch of heads down looking at their phone. Yeah. And it's kind of sad. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm guilty of it. We all are, I believe. We yeah. all are. Yeah. Um, but I also realized that this addiction, because for most people, it is an addiction. Yeah. I mean, let's be, let's be real. I agree. It's unhealthy and it, and it actually, and there's studies out there that prove this, it, it causes anxiety, Mm -hmm. um, even leads to depression because if you're on your phone, Especially if you're scrolling through social media all the time, you're looking at other people's lives and comparing your life to theirs. I mean, it's just kind of natural. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of times people only put their best stuff out there. So you're comparing your life to this person on Instagram like, wow, you know, they've got the car I want. Why can't I have that car? You know? We don't need to be comparing ourselves all the time. Mm-hmm. And this is really especially um, really affects our youth. Mm-hmm. It really does. Um, because like my son, Dylan, he, like I said, he's 15. His generation has never not had a smartphone. You know what I yeah. mean? Like he was never alive. Well, he was for a little while before there was yeah. the iPhone, but they've grown up with social media. Mm-hmm. And it definitely has an effect 
on how you view your life if yeah. you're always looking at somebody else's life. Yeah. And there are studies that have been done. Um, I can't think of the source right now, but there is one where between 2010 and 2015, the rate of phone use and social media went up in teens and the rate of suicide did as well. There was yeah. a correlation. Um, so that aspect is not healthy mm -hmm. at all. Yeah. And I believe that's why so many, um, and it's not just youth, adults too, but oh, yeah. so many um, kids around my son's age in early 20s, the, the anxiety rates are higher. Right. And the impression, the um, depression rates are higher. Mm -hmm. And if you're not used to socializing with someone face to face and right. having eye to eye contact and you're just texting or communicating through your phone, it causes anxiety when you need to talk to someone in person yeah. and have a real conversation yeah. or a serious conversation. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. um, I love that. That that hits home. Man. That's that's like a grand slam. It, <laughs> it really is. And I enjoyed listening to you speak to that Thank as you. well because obviously I I feel the same way. My my wife, she's all about that. What you just said about getting off your social media during a certain time, you have to limit it. So it's kind of sad that we put ourselves on a limit. However, you have to start somewhere. Yes. And just last week. I was getting tired of my smartwatch. Even if I set it on mute, I would know if my phone was vibrating, I would look down. Mm -hmm. And I didn't like that about myself. And so I got rid of that smartwatch. Wow. And I got one back to my soccer coaching That's watch. Awesome. Just a little digital watch. That's all I need. That's so cool, though, yeah. because it's it's a little thing, mm -hmm. but it makes a big difference. Yeah, yeah. And it's something we can control because we recognize it if it's not healthy for us then we can control that right i can't tell you oh my god your phone you you know when you should or you should you know it's just one of those yeah. things yeah 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 e-counseling how did you guys e-counseling <clears throat> um so i did a bible study for okay. women online and it was it's an eight-week bible study you only they only open one chapter for you a week you do it okay. online right so Every chapter is locked. You, you, so um, I had an e-counselor, and she walked me through the Bible study, um, answered questions for me, kind of called me out if I wasn't fully engaging, yeah. should I say. And um, it completely changed my life. Mm -hmm. It was a Bible study that completely changed my life. And when I was done, I got an email stating that my e-counselor had recommended me for leadership, like to become an e-counselor as well. So I prayed about it. Mm -hmm. I talked to my husband about it. And I went through about a year of training to be an e-counselor with right. this ministry. And, um, you know, it's interesting I could I can do these studies face to face with people if I want, but I haven't done that yet. Yeah. Um, just because of my schedule and yeah. in my life and stuff. That's um, But it's very interesting because you would people would not think that you'd be able to notice a change in somebody just through the computer. Like mm -hmm. it's really crazy to think that. But you can. Yeah. And it's, you know, like I mentioned, my e-counselor e would call me out if she didn't feel like I was fully engaging or fully answering a question because it's hard. You know, you have yep. to take a look at your own life. Yeah. And it's people don't want to completely open up. But in order to heal and in order to change, you have to be 100 percent honest mm -hmm. and authentic you've got to put it all out on the table yeah or you're never going to be healed god yeah. he knows what's going on but you need to let it you know you need to put it out there and let it out mm -hmm. so um some of my clients you know 
at first they're not fully answering the question or they don't and I just kind of have to lovingly <laughs> guide them <laughs> and you know I will not open the next unlock the next chapter until I feel like they fully engaged mm -hmm. in this chapter I like it so um I've just it's so crazy so crazy just to see where someone starts and then at the end of the eight weeks they're like a new person like mm -hmm. I was and like I said you wouldn't think that through um the internet you could tell yeah but you can you can yeah it's really really crazy absolutely especially if the person on the other end feels like you're authentic and being honest with them yes and I like that because you're making them you're holding them accountable and you're talking about step one to step two you're not going to get a step two unless you understand step one right and so so on and so forth people will try to oh well, I can skim through it however skimming through it's not gonna right win the day for you exactly because you're really um dealing with I mean it's the study is for any woman who's gone through any anything it could be anything it could be divorce mm -hmm. you know just anything or maybe just you know you have anxiety or whatever but you've always got to deal with the root issue mm -hmm. and it's scary to yeah. put that out there to someone you don't know but everything is confidential mm -hmm. um and i think once people realize that yeah you know they're more comfortable or they're really serious about changing and they're like, I want, I need to get rid of this. I need to be healed. Like, let's do this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like sometimes people are wondering if they're on the right path. And so they, instead of sitting there guessing, 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 they should just reach out to someone, an e-counselor or just someone who's going to hold them accountable and just reach out and say, Hey man, you think I'm on this? Or maybe it's just, they want to talk to someone and you have to, as a counselor, have to be an engaged and active listener. Mm -hmm. And maybe they're not asking for advice. They just want you to hear them. Right. You know, so. Yeah. Wow. Very good. <laughs> Thanks. How do you contribute to society? Well, I just try to be like a positive person. I try to help people. Um, there's so many. Being like I used to be just like a broken person. Mm -hmm before that Bible study, which by the way, it's um, Healing Hearts International okay. is the name of the ministry. And since I've been transformed and healed, um, I'm so much more of a positive person. I have so much hope, mm -hmm. but now I can see how much hurt there is all around me. Yeah. And I just want to help people. And it could be Sometimes people just need a smile. Sometimes people just, <coughs> yeah. you know, like, how are you? You know, asking your server at the restaurant, well, how are you today? You know, little things that we don't even think about could really make a difference. Yeah, no, um, I agree. For example, I'll share a story really quick. Um, yeah. It was about two years ago almost. And this is, this is so crazy. Um, I was at Target late at night it was right before 10 o'clock and I was leaving and I was driving through the parking lot in this section of the parking lot there was no cars or anything and there was a guy a young guy walking through the parking lot and our eyes met and I smiled at him and he smiled back and I, I kept going I had some cupcakes in the car <laughs> yeah um, from something me and my kids had been doing earlier that day. And I just heard God say, turn around and give him a cupcake. Yeah. And I'm like, what? So I was like, <laughs> okay. So I turned around and, um, I just sat there waiting until he kind of got up to my car and he saw that I had stopped and he's probably thinking, oh my gosh, what is this person doing? Yeah. You know, nobody's yeah. around. And, um, uh, so as he got closer I rolled down my window and I said hey do you want a cupcake and yeah. he's like what <laughs> so he came over to my car and I'm like I promise you I'm not some weirdo I yeah. just have cupcakes yeah. do you want one and he's like yeah sure and this conversation started and I got a word of knowledge from God about something that 
this young guy kind of was dealing with or was a part of his life. And I said, hey, I don't know if this is a part of your life. I don't want to say what it is specifically because I don't want to call anybody out on anything. Mm-hmm. You, I never want to do that. But anyways, and he's like, I said, but, you know, I ha- I know someone I'm really close with. She just went through this. And she, I just want to tell you, like, there's hope. Like, mm-hmm. she's doing yeah. so well now. And he's like, yeah. And he kind of just was sharing with me. <sighs> we ended up talking and that whole time. He kept saying, I can't believe you stopped for me. I cannot believe you stopped for me. Yeah. And I ended up getting out of my car and he let me pray for him. Wow. And I could tell he was touched by the Lord. Yeah. And I had given him some stuff in my car. Like I gave him a Bible, you know, I had some stuff. Um, and before I left, he said to me, thank you for stopping. And he's like, I have hope now. Wow. And that is, I, and in that moment, I knew he probably was thinking about taking his own life. Mm -hmm. I kind of like got some confirmation about that. And what if I hadn't have been obedient Mm -hmm. and just offered this kid a cupcake? Yeah. And he's like, I don't know if I believe in God. Mm -hmm. I I do, but I just don't know. I need need to know that he he cares about me. Mm. And just somebody stopping and giving him a cupcake and listening, like, how are you doing and listening? That was God answering his prayer. Like, it it was me. I was just doing what I was told. But, like, somebody, everybody, like, you know, like, people just need hope. Yeah. There's so many people that need hope. Yeah, I I agree. That's that's a that's a very moving story and the I I did a podcast with Mike Bros and he's the CEO of the Mental Health Association of Oklahoma. And CEO he calls Chief Empowerment Officer. I love that. I, I did too. <laughs> that's awesome. And one of his things when I was reading about him is like ask a question and save a life. I feel like that's exactly that. what you just did. You didn't really ask. Well, you did. You asked a question, but you smiled and you were giving, you know, and yeah. I think that's all it takes. And I feel like you're right on society. These days, it's all about me. What what can people do for me? And it's like, dude, what can I do to help you? Yeah. Just one person at a time. And yeah. it's net effect of that. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, Sometimes it's so simple. People just mm. need something so simple to give them hope. I agree. So why aren't we out there right. engaging with people, you know? Yeah. I'm yeah. not saying we need to talk to every single stranger, but like let's right. take off the blinders a little bit. Yeah. And look and see what's going on around us. Yeah. Because I guarantee you, when you take off your blinders, you're going to notice people. Yeah. That need help. Yeah. And that need hope. I like it. Wow. That's very touching. That's, <laughs> that's really good stuff. Really, really, really good stuff. So is there a, a defining moment or moments, Jeremy, that you would like to share with our listeners? When we first met, you had a few of them. Mm-hmm. And you could, you're like, well, should I tell this one? You can tell them all okay. or you can tell one that's just really speaks to you today. Okay. Um, I actually would like to share two. And the first one is, um, it has to do, you know, like people needing hope and it is national suicide awareness month. So mm-hmm. I kind of want to share my story about that. Um, when I was 14, I almost committed suicide. Um, I felt so alone. I, there was something that had happened with someone at school. Um, they had spread lies about me. Mm-hmm. And I just felt humiliated. And I didn't see any hope. I didn't see things getting better. And... I was in my room one night 
And I was, I was literally about to kill myself. I really was. And I had my radio on. And this is so, like, this is going to sound so cliche. But this song came on. And it was R.E.M. Everybody Hurts. Mm -hmm. And that song had been out for probably like four or five years at that point. And Mm -hmm. I always liked that song. But I never really listened to all the words. Mm -hmm. So I'm in my room literally about to commit suicide and this song comes on and in my 14 year old mind I'm like oh wait I want to hear the song first (laughs) (laughs) so I sit there and I really listen to the song for the first time like all the lyrics and I had been crying but then I start crying because I'm sure most people listening have heard the song it talks about like everybody hurts, hold on, mm-hmm. um, take comfort in your friends. And I just felt, I just felt God's peace. Yeah. I just felt him wrap his arms around me. And it was like, I know that song came on at that time. And God was telling me, don't do this. You you know, hold on, I love you. You Mm -hmm. have so much to live for. And now that I'm older and I think about the reason I wanted to commit suicide, it's so silly, you know, like to give one person that much control over literally my life. And of course, Things got better. They always do. Um, But that was a defining moment for me because not only was it a moment of choosing life or death, it was I felt God there telling me, I love you. Mm -hmm. And so that definitely was a defining moment for me because in that moment I knew for sure there was a God yeah. and that he loved me yeah. and that I needed to hang on. And I'm really glad I did because I am, I have a great life. Yeah. I, I agree with you. I'm sure your husband thinks the same way, your <laughs> kids and everyone listening to this podcast and these mug holders, right? Yeah. Um, you, you said you were broken. What, what do you mean? How were you broken? I felt so like I I was broken, like my spirit was broken on the inside. Like I just felt, I just always, even as a little kid, just felt worthless, um, always down on myself. Like, I mean, always. Mm-hmm. Um, I had so much pain that I was holding on to and I didn't know how to get rid of it as an adult. Yeah. Um, and I really wasn't, I had a relationship with God, but I wasn't, I'm trying to choose the the right word. I don't know for sure what the correct word is, but to me, um, completed mm-hmm. in my relationship with him because I was holding on to things that he could take, yeah. that he wanted to heal and that he wanted to make better. Um, so to me, that's kind of, that's like what it meant for me to be broken. Mm-hmm. Just not fully aware of how much God loves me and how, who I am as his child. Yeah. Because that's my identity. That's my real identity. It's right. not a label that somebody put on me. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's not how I feel about right. myself. It's not how someone else feels about me. Right. Right. So yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, it, it does. And it, it shows in your body language and your smile. You, you seem confident. You appear confident. And you talk confidently. And so those are huge. I mean, that's it's not easy coming onto a podcast or just even talking about what you just talked about. I, I feel like that it takes a lot of courage to do something like that. However, 
by doing that, you're saving lives and you're dropping knowledge on um, quite a few folks that think, oh, well, I don't need to smile at this person because they may take it awkwardly or differently. Well, they may. However, at least you smile. Right. Or at least you asked a question. You said right. hi, something. Yeah. It's kind of like going back to your story about Starbucks and they're on Christmas time and people get aggravated because I don't know if the holiday season, the stress and coffee's not quite dark enough or, <laughs> you know, a veranda blend isn't a veranda blend. I don't know. Yeah. But those are things we can control as a consumer of the coffee. Right. You know, you can't control what they do. Right. So, man, that's. Yeah, I could see where it gets really intense. Yeah, and it, and it builds up because I don't know if that, if little things like that, that's built up that led you to your YouTube um, postings and mm -hmm. videos because I feel like those really speak volumes. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very good. Your second defining moment. So my second defining moment um, involves the Bible study that I already talked about. Mm -hmm. I was doing that study. Um, and we had just started going to an actual, you know, a Bible study through a church and it was so awesome and crazy because, um, in the Bible study online each week, you know, I'm dealing with a different issue or a different, you know, learning something about God. Yeah. So I would do my Bible study at home and then I would go to the Bible study at the church and it was like the exact same thing that I did at home is what was going on at the Bible study at church. Mm -hmm. So I, um, it was like I was doing this Bible study and I was being set free. Like I was, I was getting healed. Like God was taking stuff off of me, you know, that I'd been carrying. Mm -hmm. And then I'd go to Bible study and, you know, we'd be praying and someone would speak something to me and say, you know, Joni, God says, you know, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And it was something that like I had almost verbatim learned through the Bible study. Right. And there's no way, they, they didn't know that yeah. I was doing this. And even if they did, there's no way they knew exactly what the Bible study said. So um, I was, it was like a double whammy. Yeah. And um, so one of those things was all week, I just kept hearing precious in my head. Mm -hmm. You're precious, you're precious. And it was driving, it got to the point where it was driving me crazy because I'm like, God, is that you? Like, what are you, what are you doing? What are you talking about? And I remembered when I was little, my mom gave me this like a name certificate and it has the meaning of your name and uh -huh. precious was part of that meaning. And I'm like, maybe that's what I'm thinking about. So yeah. I tore my house up looking for that. I still haven't found it to this day. And um, I went to Bible study and again, afterwards we're praying. And now my friend, um, Mary Ellen, she said, you know, she was praying for me and some other people. And she's like, Joni, God says you are so precious to him. And I was yeah. like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and I just like, wow. it was like, <laughs> I was blown away. Yeah. And of course, like just the tears came and mm -hmm. I literally in that moment just felt all this junk fall off of me that I'd been carrying. Yeah. And she went on to like describe, you know, she's like, and God sees you as this beautiful bouquet of flowers and got into all these details and stuff. And I was like, all right, like, all right, God, I hear you. I, I hear you. Yeah. So that was a defining moment for me wow. because that was a moment where once again, even though I already knew, but once again, God just revealed himself as plain as day. Like, mm -hmm. yes, I am real. And confirmed, yes, I've been telling you that all week. Yeah. And yes, it's true. That's you know, exactly right. and it just, everything that was just like the culmination of everything that had been, um, I had been working through in the studies. And it just, it was that moment where I was like completely free. Yeah. Completely free. And my life has never been the same. 
Wow. Like you mentioned a few minutes ago, like I'm smiling and like yeah. that was not me. Yeah. That used I was the opposite. I used to be the opposite, but in that moment my life literally changed. Yeah. That's awesome. That that's fantastic. I, I just had this conversation similar to what we're talking about with a few of my friends. It's like, man, you know, if if you were to meet me about, I don't know, ten years ago, I don't know if I'd be friends with the ten year ago Wong Lam. Mm -hmm. However, as time progressed, and then I met my wife Margie about five years ago. It's like, man, this this is it. I, I actually tweeted that defining moment for me was going to her parents and asking for permission mm. for her hand in marriage. I love that. And that changed that has changed my life to yes. the great for the it'll be for the rest of my life. That's awesome. Yeah, no one has that, right? Yeah. And no one has what you have. Yeah. So that's so legit. Yeah. Thinking back to your first defining moment as well, talking about you're 14 and you're like, oh, I'm going to listen to the song first before I kill myself. <laughs> it's it's kind of funny, I guess, to, to laugh about it now. However, you think about that, that's probably helped you in being more caring persons by listening because you heard those words yeah. and they spoke to you. Right. Somehow. Right. And you're able to comprehend that. Right. Yeah. Um, I've always... I've always like been for the underdog yeah. and I've always been, especially since that moment, mm -hmm. um, just kept an eye out yeah. for people, you know, that are hurting. Yeah. And, um, especially in high school, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and so I really wanted to share that as one of my defining moments because it was, and it seems like now um, anxiety and depression are way up, mm -hmm. way up more than back then. And it's very normal for especially our youth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just read a statistic that in Oklahoma, the second cause of death for um, youth between 10 and I think it was 24 mm -hmm. is suicide. That's astronomical. So wow. to me, like that is, we need to help these kids somehow. Mm -hmm. We need to, we need to give them hope. Mm -hmm. um, and I just wish I could look all of them in the eyes yeah. and just tell them how valuable they are yeah. and that it gets better. Mm -hmm. And one thing I wanted to add is because I didn't kill myself, now not only are there two new human beings in the world, my son, yep. but after that, I have helped to other people to not commit suicide, yeah. which affects, you know, that whole, a whole nother life, a whole nother. Agreed. And so if we can just, I don't know, share our stories and say, Hey, it's okay to not feel okay. It's okay. Yeah. You don't have to be embarrassed to be depressed. You don't have to be embarrassed that you're having these thoughts because I think that's why people are afraid to speak out. I like and it. reach for help. Yeah. So it's okay to not be okay, but it's not okay to, to stay, stay that way. Exactly. Right? Is that what exactly. you're saying? Exactly. Man. God. Exactly. Okay. That's that's awesome. My final question for you, mm -hmm. and mug life aside, how does uh, Joni want to be remembered? I just want to be remembered as somebody who loved people, who people felt better about themselves after they spent time with me, mm -hmm. or just that I helped them in some little way. Yeah. You know, made their life a little bit better. Yeah. Well, I can tell you, you've made my life better. And for you taking your time to drive in to do this podcast and record it. I definitely appreciate it. 
and your message will reach a lot of people and it'll touch a lot of people. So thank you for that. Thank you for having me. I absolutely love what you're doing. Thanks. I, I love, appreciate it. I love this and I appreciate you giving me a platform and other people a platform to share their stories. Of course. Because I'm so passionate about that's how we can help people. Mm -hmm. We can help people overcome by sharing our stories. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. My wife and I were talking about that too and that's the podcast is it's your platform you come on the show and you share your stories and i feel like we don't get out enough as far as talking to that our next door neighbor or even having a conversation with a barista and maybe for five seconds mm -hmm. but uh, hey how are you doing how's your day or, don't worry about that guy you know you can't control him something like that yeah goes a long way yeah yeah, yeah. i like it how do we get in touch with you um you can get in touch with me on social media at Joni Manavong on Twitter, Facebook, You're gonna have to Instagram. Spell that for the guests. Yeah, okay. J O N I, and my last name is M A N I V O N G. Um, I have a website. It's Joni.love. That's my personal ministry website. Mm -hmm. Um, 31mugs.com, that's my business website. And on YouTube, my channel is The Free Life. Yep. Um, there's a couple other channels with that name or that are similar, but mine has a picture of me with my arms in the air <laughs> and yeah. my hair is very blonde. Yeah. So that one's mine. And once I get a hundred subscribers, then YouTube will let me have my own URL. So until okay. then, I kind of just have to explain. So we just need to subscribe to your channel to get to that hundred and then yeah, that'd be thousand great. and then hundred thousand and <laughs> millions of followers yeah. and subscribers, right? Yeah. I love it. Oh, one last question. Actually, I do have one more question. Okay. What's the path forward for 31 Mugs? The path forward, um, I, I'm looking at trying to get them into some local stores like I had in California. Um, I love doing logos, business mm -hmm. logos, um, just like ministry logos, whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, I love doing that. And I just want to continue to use my business as a ministry. Um, I pray over every mug yeah. and for the person receiving them. Um, so it's part of like my ministry, you know, my, they're combined, my faith and my, my business are combined. Um, but I plan on keep, you know, to keep on keeping on and doing great things with 31 yeah. mugs. So stay tuned. <laughs> right. right. And I'll add to that is not only you take really good care of your mugs as far as the presentation you put them in a bag you wrap them i noticed that for the citizen bank that every mug had its own individual bag it was nicely um fluffed with that tissue paper tissue, stuff yeah. <laughs> way better than Juan could ever do Margie, <laughs> my wife has to do all that for me and on my mug that you made for me you actually wrote a little note to us and it's from you and yes that's amazing i love it thanks again i'm so glad thank you so Thank you again for your time, and I definitely appreciate this conversation, and uh, best of luck to you. Thank you so much. Yep. I truly hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you have a defining moment or moments you would like to share, please reach out to me. I would love to visit with you about it and share it with the world on a podcast. Here's how to find me. Visit my website www.definingmomentspod.com Follow me on Twitter at defmomentspod That's at D-E-F moments pod Search me on Facebook Defining Moments Podcast Follow me on Instagram at Defining Moments Podcast That's all one word at Defining Moments Podcast Subscribe to Defining Moments Podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts if you enjoyed listening to this show, I would be extremely honored if you gave us a review. This helps boost this podcast so more people can find it. Go out and be a positive influence today, every day. Make someone smile. 
My name is Wong Lam, and I approve this podcast.